Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. On yesterday, we talked about the importance of studying and reviewing the Word of God. And today, we're going to continue with that theme as we talk about relearning the Word of God. So often, we think we know what God's Word says, or we think we understand what God's Word says, and we do. But sometimes we need to relearn things. Sometimes we need to see them through new eyes. So our focus verse for today is Psalm 94, Psalm 94, verse 12. And I think I'm going to read verse 13 too. But our focus is 94, verse 12. Lord, how happy are those you instruct, the ones to whom you teach your law. You give them rest from trouble. No, sorry. You give them rest from days of trouble until a pit is dug to trap the wicked. <laughs> so let's focus on verse 12. I read verse 13 also, but let's um, focus on verse 12. Lord, how happy are those you instruct, the ones to whom you teach your law. So we know from yesterday's podcast that it's important to read God's word and to study it and to memorize it because it's important to have it as our weapon to fight back against the lies and attacks of the enemy. And it also encourages us and it teaches us in Joshua. We read in Joshua that our lives will be prosperous and successful when we study God's holy word. Um, And when we review it day and night. And so I want to say that on today with Psalm 94 verse 12, this takes it to like a whole nother level to me. Um, How happy are those you instruct, the ones to whom you teach your law. We Um, When we get instruction in something, we often are learning something new. But sometimes when we get instruction in something, we're relearning it. And I'll give an example for me. As I continue to study God's holy word, when I read it in different versions, I can relearn something that I already knew, but I learn it in a different way. So, for example, um, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um... I always looked at that verse as I could do anything I needed to get done because Jesus would be my strength. Like, Jesus would pull me through it. And I looked at it like that for, oh my gosh, probably decades. (laughs) Um, At least more than one. And so a decade and a half, maybe. And then one day, as I was studying that verse um, and reading it in a different version, It was like I was relearning it. It was like I was seeing it for the first time. Because instead of saying, through Christ who strengthens me, it was, um, it wasn't I can do everything. It was I can endure everything. And it was a whole new understanding of the verse. So there's a difference between um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, which means you can accomplish everything, versus I can endure all things. It means you can survive all things because Jesus is giving you the strength. And I actually liked that better. I liked that understanding better. So while I was relearning this verse, I was getting a whole new understanding of it. And I don't know about you, but there are times when I'm reading the Bible and I can read a verse that I've read a kajillion times and I get something completely new and exciting out of it. And that was my completely new and exciting moment for Philippians 4.13, which had always been my favorite scripture. I just hadn't seen it in that way, which made it even better. It's like... I don't know if you um, if you've ever eaten chocolate with cinnamon in it, or even chocolate with like a touch of chili pepper in it. It's like chocolate is so good, but you add that layer of cinnamon or that layer of chili pepper, and it's like 
your mind is blown by how amazing it is. God's word is always so good, right? But then something happens and God just blows our minds with how amazing it is. And that, that was my experience that day with Philippians 4.13. And so when we see here in Psalm 94 verse 12, Lord, how happy are those you instruct, the ones to whom you teach your law. You give them rest from days of trouble until a pit is dug to trap the wicked. I can't help but I just love that part in verse 13. <laughs> God gives us rest from days of trouble until he handles whatever is happening in our lives that are tr- that's troubling us. When we study God's word, when we allow God to instruct us, when we are relearning things that we might have known long ago about God, um, or we're relearning them in a different way, it reminds us that God is in control. It reminds us that when we focus on God and who he is and his power, instead of focusing on the attacks that we're under, then we are happy. We are encouraged. We are blessed. So I want to pause for a second and I want you to think about a time in your life when you were able to refocus onto God and not on the situation in front of you and how that helped you to be happy. And we'll be right back. So I don't know about you, but when I think about um, my own life, I think about how when I'm discouraged and I'm frustrated and I'm angry and I'm whatever else I'm feeling that is anything less than the fruit of the Holy Spirit, it's always because I'm looking at the problem and I'm not looking at the problem solver. Like I'm just so overwhelmed by the situation and I've forgotten to stop and to pray and to praise and to think about how God is going to take care of all of it. It might not be the way I want it to be, but he is going to take care of it. And I think about, I think that's why I get such a kick out of verse 13, um, that God gives them rest from days of trouble until a pit is dug to trap the wicked. Um, God might not be solving the problem, (laughs) this rest that verse 13 refers to, um, but eventually there is going to be a pit dug to trap the wicked. And I think about how so often we want the pit dug to trap the wicked to happen immediately. We want consequences and repercussions for them, right? But as we relearn God's word, as we continue to study it, we're reminded that we are not in control, that God is in control, that he says that vengeance is his, and that we might not see vengeance this side of heaven. Sometimes the consequences happen after. And that's hard, right? Like we we want the consequences to happen now. But... We are commanded to love our enemies. Ooh, Lord have mercy. That might be my least favorite verse in the Bible. I'd have to think about that. But I'm pretty sure it's up there with my top 10 least favorite verses. Um, We're commanded to love our enemies and to pray for those who despitefully use us. And so as we relearn those verses, (laughs) those words from Jesus, we can be happy. We can find our peace Um, because he's teaching us that we can trust his word is true. We can trust that he has plans to prosper us and to give us a future and a hope. And we can trust that we know that God is seeing everything that's happening. And so I want to encourage you on today. If you are discouraged, if you are going through times of trial and tribulation, focus on the Lord. Stop focusing on the problem. I know it's way easier said than done. You know, um, it's like when you bash your knee, that's all you can think about, right? Is the part that you bashed. But I know somebody, <laughs> I know somebody that when um, there was a student complaining of a headache one time, um, this is going to sound worse than it was. It was actually really funny. Even the student laughed. Um, but it was, the student was complaining of a headache 
and the adult was joking around with the kid and and the, the student said I can't focus on my learning because all I can focus on is my headache and the teacher pinched him <laughs> not hard but like in the arm just pinched him just a little bit and the student went ow that hurt and the teacher said but you're not focused on your headache now so you can learn and we all busted out laughing I mean the kid was cracking up but the point was when we focus on the problem, we can't focus on anything else. But if we focus on something else, then we're not focused on the problem. And God wants us to focus on Him so we stop focusing on the problem. Sometimes when we're in pain, whether it's physical pain or emotional pain, um, we're so focused on the pain that we stop thinking about anything else. I know that for my middle school students, they um, they catastrophize, right? They're like, nobody likes me. I have no friends. Nobody helps me. When in reality, they have a lot of friends. A lot of people like them and a lot of people are helping them. But it can feel like that in our lives sometimes. Even as grownups, it can feel like that. It feels like the whole world is against us or it feels like there's no hope. And we have to remember that when we feel like that that's not of God that's not real that's not truth that's the the enemy attacking our um, our thoughts so I pray that you'll be encouraged by Psalm 94 there's so much in Psalm 94 I just focused on those two verses but there's a lot Um, verse 14 even the Lord will not abandon his people he will not desert those who belong to him in verse 15 justice will again be found in the courts and all righteous people will support it whether or not those are the courts that we know in this world or those are the courts of heaven that's up to the situation and up to the Lord. But we can be encouraged because God truly, truly, truly desires to um, give us a future and a hope. And the Psalm, Psalm 94 is actually called God the Judge of All. And a lot of it is spent in reminding God that he should be punishing the people who are problematic. <laughs> but we are staying positive and we are relearning that it's important to study God's word. So Lord, how happy are those you instruct, the ones to whom you teach your law. And remember, a lot of times when we see happy in the Bible, it also means blessed, depending on the translation of the original Hebrew and Greek. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, thank you for your holy word. Thank you that as we study it and review it, we can also relearn things that we knew long ago. We can see things in a new way, Lord God, and we can be encouraged, Lord, that you do have plans to prosper us and to give us a future and a hope and that our enemies are not going to have victory over us, Lord God, because you are at work in our lives. Help us to refocus on you, Lord God. Help us to not be overcome by the attacks of the enemy. Help us to not be overcome come by negativity, Lord God. Help us to push back against these things that try to manipulate our thoughts, Lord God, and help us to be ever more mindful of who you are and all that you desire for us to learn when we draw close to you. Help us, Lord God, to grow closer and closer to you as we live our holiest, hot mess lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray that this was a blessing to you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and that you will come back for more tips and strategies of how to live your holiest, hot mess life. God bless.